Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you again for joining us. I hope you're listening on the broadcast at WJMM 99.1 FM here in Central Kentucky, or you can go to WJMM.com and hear it on the podcast tab, upper right, Love and Wardship links. You'll get today's message and the previous two days podcast on that, and you can listen to several other great ones like my good friend Greg Horn on Hope is Here that I share all of his stuff, and my good friend Bill Reeser and Encounter. There are many others, as some of you already know. Please share and let others know. You can hear all of the Love and Lordship and the Authority of Love uh, podcast at loveandlordship.podbean.com, loveandlordship.podbean.com, and all the videos, if you want to look at those, you can see them on vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. We're going to build on yesterday's Thanksgiving theme as I talked about this whole week of Thanksgiving. Let me ask you a question that will shape the title and focus of today's message. Thanksgiving, is it just a day, a holiday, or a lifestyle for you? Okay, I I know I said it yesterday. We got some new listeners maybe today. But just to reiterate and to catch them up to speed, I got to admit, full disclosure, just as I did yesterday, I'm a Thanksgiving, Christmas, holiday junkie, okay? I love everything about them. Family, food, football, basketball, fun, decorations, lights, carols and songs, stories, and above all else, the reminders that all of this points to our Heavenly Father and to His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, I put up my lights and decorations in early to mid-November, and I don't take them down till mid-late January. I love it. The lights and the decorations continually remind me what's really important all the way through both the holidays and into the new year. I know all you purists out there want to keep the two holidays separate. Go for it. But for me, we live in a free country, and I can do this, right? Each of them enhances the other. If it weren't for Christmas, there would be little reason to truly give thanks. Even for the struggles and tough times, as we talked about yesterday, giving thanks in all things. Jesus makes it all worthwhile. He's why we give thanks. He's the greatest reason for our thanksgiving. And if it weren't for thanksgiving, we'd miss so much, including the history of so many people who have honored and given thanks to God for blessing us with all that he's given us. That's what I want to focus on today. Walk with me back in time for a brief history of Thanksgiving. Stick with us for this as it is powerful and poignant as you're going to hear from those throughout history in the best and worst of times, pointing us to true Thanksgiving, giving thanks to God. You can check out again the videos and posts and podcasts at loveandlordship.com for more. I believe you'll find it very much worth the read, the view, or the listening, whichever you enjoy the most. First of all, we find numerous scriptures in the Old Testament where God's people were instructed or simply chose to give thanks to God as an overflow of what was in their heart. It was a very common and continual thing for them. The New Testament echoes this with two very simple but profound texts on giving thanks that should inform and encourage us maybe challenge us to do the same. We've talked about them in the last two days program, but they definitely bear repeating, not only at Thanksgiving, but throughout the year and throughout our lives. Philippians 4, 4 through 7, 
Give thanks in every situation. Rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Let your request be made known to God. Do not worry or be anxious about anything, but in everything give thanks and make your request known to God. First Thessalonians, let me say that again. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all things every circumstance, all the time, no matter what. Now, that doesn't mean I have to give thanks for the pain or the struggle itself, but there's something good coming from it in God and in Christ. Even struggles and consequences of my sins remind me that God is in control and cares deeply for me. We miss this, and we are missing Him if we can't learn to give thanks in all things and at all times. This is truly the foundation of, of thanksgiving. Now, moving on, we've been in the Old Testament, New Testament, right? Moving on through time to the discovery of the new world, we find the first thanksgiving, as we call it, I'm doing air quotes there, okay? October of 1621, there were native, 90 Native Americans and approximately 50 pilgrims, only one half of the 100 who had started the trip from the old world and survived the harsh winter. That first quote, Thanksgiving, right, lasted for three days of festivities, food, fun, and don't miss this, prayer. Festivities, food, fun, and prayer. Actually, it was not the first, as it was simply a continuation of what they'd always done. The New England colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating thanksgivings, days of prayer, thanking God for blessings, following the examples of God's people found in Scripture that I just alluded to, and you will find throughout His Word. Next, we move a couple of two or three hundred years more, I guess, let me see, about maybe, maybe 150 years more, to the founding of the United States. Let me share a few brief comments throughout our history to reinforce not only the holiday that is Thanksgiving, but the mindset and lifestyle that ensues when we choose to have an attitude of gratitude at all times. Founding Father and First President George Washington, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and humbly to implore His protection and favors. Thanksgiving Proclamation, October 3rd, 1789. President Abraham Lincoln, 84 years later, in the middle of the Civil War, don't miss that, right in the middle of one of the worst times, country's darkest and most trying times, just a few lines to give you the idea. You can easily find the full text online. Let me say that we can say this to a similar degree with all that we've been through in the past two to three years, And even in this year, certainly not a civil war, but much heightened and heated turmoil and tension. Here's what he said in the middle of the civil war. The year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. He goes on to say, In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, 
referring to numerous blessings, he continues, No human counsel has devised, nor has any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, has nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that God should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as one with heart, as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwells in the heavens. Abraham Lincoln, Thanksgiving Proclamation, October 3rd, 1863. And one final reminder of our country's history with thanksgiving to God Almighty, almost exactly 100 years after Lincoln's official proclamation, President John F. Kennedy issued Proclamation 3560 on November 5th, 1963, stating, Over three centuries ago, our forefathers in Virginia and in Massachusetts, far from home and in a lonely wilderness, set aside a time of thanksgiving. On the appointed day, they gave reverent thanks for their safety, for the health of their children, for the fertility of their fields, for the love which bound them together, and for the faith which united them with their God. Folks, we can't deny it. Our country is in a faith crisis. Defining God in our image promoting sexual immorality through media, education, and government, and even in many of our churches, denying the religious freedoms without which any and every nation eventually crumbles. But we still, and always will, have so much to be thankful for. So let us give thanks to God for all he has blessed us with, seen us through, and prepared us for. This is where a restored faith faith must begin. Food for thought as we wrap today's message up. The faith and hope that we all desire begins with a heart and attitude of gratitude. I pray that you do this daily and it is magnified during this wonderful season, no matter what you or we together have faced. Thanksgiving is the fertilizer that helps to grow our faith and hope And it is our choice at all times as to whether we will give thanks or live ungratefully for all that we have been blessed with by our good and gracious God. As I stated yesterday, and I will the rest of this week if I have time, I'm going to repeat yesterday's action items because until they become a daily habit, we will never truly understand or properly give thanks in all things And we will not see our faith and hope help increase our love for God and one another. Number one, make a list of all the things you're thankful for. Number two, make a list of the things you wish were not in your life. Number three, begin to pray and give thanks daily for both of those lists. We're going to continue with our Thanksgiving theme tomorrow on the authority of love. Invite your family, friends, and maybe even enemies to join us, all right? 
We all need to hear this message, the truth and love of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and have an attitude of gratitude in every part of our lives and relationships. Now, remember, you can get our book, The Authority of Love, on Amazon, but look for The Authority of Love, second, S-E-C-O-N-D, spell it out, not two in D, and it'll take you right to it. If you get it and read it, leave us a review, good, bad, or ugly. I can handle it, and share it with others, if you will. If you'd like to donate to Love and Lordship, you can do so on our website. Again, loveandlordship.com. There's a Give tab near the upper right corner. Click on that, and it will guide you right through it, whether you give one time or give monthly or semi-annually. Annually, it gives you options. It's pretty easy to follow. You can also give on the Cash app. Go to the Cash app on your computer or mobile unit. Enter the URL cash.app forward slash dollar sign love and lordship spell it all out make both the l's capital love and lordship and then it will take you through that and that's a pretty easy follow as well if you have any problems contact me at love and lordship at gmail.com and if you would like to give by mail make your check to love and lordship and mail it to 324 timothy drive nicholasville kentucky 40356 that's love and lordship 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. All donations are tax deductible. And thanks for your support as the Lord leads. And if he's not leading you to give to us, keep praying and find out where he wants you to give to advance his kingdom. I want you to know that and to be blessed in that. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Authority of Love. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and a great Thanksgiving week and a Thanksgiving day with family and loved ones in the Lord. Stay tuned, as always, for my good friend Bill Reeser. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.